Today's episode was recorded by Shakti Durga before she took a group of people on a shamanic journey as part of one of her weekend retreats in 2019. Hi everyone, it's Shakti Durga and welcome to this episode of the Soul Talk podcast. Each episode is going to feature some of the highlights from live trainings, retreats, online classes and presentations that I've done around the world. If you find value in it, please text the link to the podcast to a friend or share it with your networks. I look forward to connecting with you soon. Namaste. Shamanic journeys are marvellous, healing, bliss fests really, where we get to travel to places within our being really. And it's part of our connectedness to all of nature that we can do that. So when we're looking at the physical world or even our own bodies or the room, we just usually are focused on the physicality and that's the obvious part of us. But just next to that is our spirit and our our spirit pervades the body and is an invisible part of self that is just as important as our physical body but often neglected. When the spirit gets neglected, your health will suffer, your happiness will suffer, your relationships will suffer, your clarity of mind will disappear, and your mind will go crazy. That's pretty much what happens when you neglect your spirit, and you generally feel cut off from other people as well. Not very good. As well as the spirit body, we also have the mind, and the mind is in, it lives in a different realm to your physical body. Whilst it can look at what's happening in the physical body, you can't cut thoughts, you can't um, hammer them or whack them with a golf club when you're sick of them. You can't just sort of boot them out. Thoughts have a habit of obeying their own rules, don't they? And even dreams and memories and the things we're expecting to happen in the future all obey strange rules. And that's the astral dimension, the dimension of mind. And some of our journey today is in that realm, in the astral dimension. And some of the journey will go on is in the realm of the soul. And the soul exists in all of its splendor beyond the mind and beyond the astral dimension. And one of the great determinants of where we are is the, the absence of a polarity of negativity. So when we're in the realm of the mind or the physical realm, either, we can have good and bad, happy and sad, up and down, front and back, all this sort of stuff going on. But once we get beyond those realms, we get into the place where unity is the reality. And shamanic journeys really are to take us into that place where we merge as one. There's just one being with lots of heads and arms, and you can feel your oneness. You can feel your oneness with not just other humans, but with the plants. You can feel your oneness with the trees outside, with the with everything. And that's what we're really aiming for. It's to get us into the habit of being in a different state of consciousness. And so mystics of all traditions and all ages have been able to access these different states. And shamanic journeys is only one way that we can do that. But it's a way that I just happen to like. It's fun and it's social and it's marvelous to be able to do these things together. So I first came across things like shamanic journeys when I was in my mid-30s. Marriage had gone splat, um, which was not in my expectation of life. And I went to um, Queensland, Byron Bay. Some of you might have heard of Byron Bay. It's a very cool place, a bit like Encinitas. You know about Encinitas, right? Yoga capital of America and the world. Well, Byron Bay is a similar place. Anyway, it's a very cool place. 
And I was up there running law cases because I was practicing trial attorney. I was a barrister for many, many years. And um, we had a day off between trials. And I was there with a solicitor who, like me, she liked, you know, astrology and meditation and stuff. And so we went to a new place that had just opened called the Crystal Castle. And the Crystal Castle was this big place, as you would guess, full of crystals. But they also had healers working. And so we just went, yeah, we'll have all of them. We've got all day. So we just sort of ticked all of them and (laughs) decided we'd just go. I think at that stage I'd had two massages in my life and one energy healing. So, you know, I knew all about that stuff. Not. So I booked in with with a crystal shaman who now comes over here. And yes, some of you know Rame. He's a very old friend of mine. Anyway, so he said, just lie on that, lie down here. And first of all, he cleaned up my chakras. When he did that, I didn't even know I had any chakras. And I thought he had a flashlight and was flashing it on and off in my face. And I thought, what is he doing? And he told me to keep my eyes closed. And because I'm such a good girl, I did. But he tells me afterwards when I said what was with the flashlight, he said, what flashlight? And I said, the one that you were flashing in my eyes. And he said, no, that was coming out of my hand. And I went, oh. And I knew he was telling the truth because there was no flashlight, (laughs) no bulge in his pocket, anything like that. So um, then I had to lie down and he put crystals all over me. And um, he said, we're going to go on a journey. And I thought, what is he talking about? I'm lying on the floor. How are we going to go on a journey? Anyway, he just told me to breathe and, you know, relax and took me on a guided visualization, which in that case involved going in down a, down a nice pathway and there would be an animal waiting for me. I'm thinking I'm making this whole thing up, you know. Yeah, there's a deer. Of course there's a deer. Of course there's a deer. And I was very cynical about the whole thing. Anyway, um, we got to some place or other and And then nothing was happening. And he said, have you had any problems recently? I said, yeah, divorce. And he said, right, well, we better do something about that. So we did a bit of healing on my heart chakra. And I felt like this black goo that I didn't even know was in there all came flying out of my heart. And I felt light. I felt, and then I saw this image of a pink love heart that was fully formed with diamonds all through it and a ribbon around it come flying out of the ether and go boing into my chest. And I felt forgiveness and love for my former husband. Instantly, it was like a weight was lifted out of me, which I didn't really know I was carrying until it wasn't there. And I felt totally different. And he said, come on, we're going to continue the journey. So we continued the journey And we went into this brilliant light. And I'm not saying you're all going to do this tonight. And it's a different kind of journey. I'm just explaining how I got interested in shamanic journeys. So what happened was um, we went into this brilliant white light. It was so bright that it was like looking at many white fluorescent lights at once, but diffusely shining. It became so bright and so bright. I thought that it was going to unhinge the cells of my body from relationship with each other. But what started to permeate me was a deep bliss. And I became so blissful that the bliss became ecstatic. It became orgasmic. And then I realized I was connected to the trees outside, to the sky, to the earth. And they're all having this massive party of consciousness that I'd never known was going on before. And suddenly I was invited to the party. It was incredible. It turned out later that I was on this journey for several hours, but it felt like a couple of minutes. 
when the energy got really, really strong I, and I felt, I felt like I was going to die, the bliss was so intense. I thought no one could possibly hold this much bliss in their body and live. And then it would just recede and I wouldn't feel it. And then I'd go, come back, come back. And then it would start, I'm going to die. And then it would go. And this kind of in out thing happened again and again and again until I was totally exhausted, just couldn't do it anymore. And it took me probably a fair while to come back into my body and then took me weeks to integrate the experience. And it totally changed my life. And I knew then that my 15-year career in law was going to be out the window and I was going to become a healer and I was going to set up a healing center. So here we are many years later and all of that has come to pass. I've never really had that experience again, although I keep looking for it everywhere. And um, has anyone had anything like that occurring? Yep, some have. Yeah. Well, anyway, I've had lots of other experiences, but anyway, that, that was one shamanic journey. There are many other experiences one can have. You can meet all kinds of beings and it expands our minds in a way that is sober. There's no um, intoxicants involved in any of the cases that I've seen these expansive things. And it's just a case of understanding the universe in so much more depth than we did before. This kind of journey this evening, because it's a group, is a gentler form of journey. And what we'll be doing is um, it'll start off as a meditation and we will just be going um, to through the sun where various things will happen and then to Alcyone. And Alcyone is my version of the great central sun. And then there's the great, great central sun, which is the center of our galaxy. But Alcyone is the largest star in the Pleiadian constellation. And the Pleiades are uh, a star system that are sacred to virtually all of the First Nation tribes on the earth, not just in America, on the earth. And uh, whether one reads Hindu scriptures or Australian Aboriginal texts or Mayan texts or you listen to the Druids and their ancient history, they all have stories about the seven sisters of the Pleiades. And Alcyone is like the big sister. She's the oldest one. She's massive. And when I see the spirit of Alcyone, um, it has certain characteristics. We'll see if we see her this evening. She's very wise, very loving, and very giving. And her bounty is just amazing. And so the spirit of the great central sun is this Alcyone energy. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Soul Talk. I hope the podcast has served you in creating a happier and more abundant life. If you've enjoyed the podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and leave a review on your favorite podcast app. If you'd like to connect with me, head over to shaktidurga.com. Kali.